Hi, welcome back to the Holler Podcast. I'm Joe. I help out with the social media platforms for Holler. Um, I'm here with Emma, Dave and Ellie. Hi. Hi. Um, just before we get started, I think we should do an icebreaker question just to lighten the mood, get everyone <laughs> in the moment. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I mean, I have just Googled icebreaker questions and then did none of them, but um, I feel like my icebreaker question is tell me about your favourite film because I feel like that's cool to oh. find out about. Um, okay, I think I've got one. I always, I've picked this one for ages. Um, I've got lots of films that I like, so it's hard to pick my absolute favourite. Because I think sometimes films, it's like mood that you're in, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, some days I want a horror. Some days I want, you know, a French romantic <laughs> moment, you know. <laughs> you know, you know how it is? Yeah, you? casual. Um, so I really like the film Fifty First Dates. We drew Barrymore and Adam Sandler. Because um, I've got vivid memories of when I was younger, visiting my auntie who lived in Barrow at the time. And she just just finished um, a teacher training. And she had this 51st Dates DVD in her bedroom. And I remember being like, wow, my auntie's like cool. And like, what's that film she watches? And like, <laughs> I remember getting it and just being like, wow. Because Drew Barrymore is obviously an icon and was brilliant in it. And she like gets, she's a accident and forgets everything and meets Adam Sandler and Adam Sandler tries every day to like get him, get her to like love him and stuff and it's like set in Hawaii like it's such a lovely funny feel good rom-com um, and every time I watch it I feel like a lot better so I think I'm picking it because the feelings I get from it Yeah. so that's why I picked Three First Days but there's lots of other films that I like but that one always pops up first is it a feel good film for you? feel good film yeah, yeah good vibes and like just the end like the the colours and everything and uh, yeah brilliant that's our pick uh, mine's always been Jaws I think it's the greatest film ever made uh, obviously it's a true story as well so <laughs> that always helps it is actually based off a true story in, in 1916 some um, people got eaten by a shark <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and that's what it's based off Peter Benchley wrote, wrote it inspired by that um, I'm trying to get deep about Jaws here. I know, you're doing a really good job. <laughs> no pun intended. And, uh, and inside he was torn between the good and the evil and the, the evil came out as the shark. No, I, um, I just think it's a great film. I think everything about it is cool. I think the acting's brilliant. I even think the big old rubbery shark's great. Um, <laughs> and then, and the first time it was on the TV, like years ago when there was only four channels, guys. You won't remember that. <laughs> uh, and they used to advertise films for weeks and weeks in advance. And it was advertising it. It was like one of them things where everyone in the country was going to watch Jaws that night. And I remember it freaked us right out. I didn't even watch it all. I had to go to bed. But, um, like, I lived right next to the beach. And sometimes when the sea's out, there's, like, a really strong smell of seaweed in the air. Right. And, like... It's not a bad smell. You'd think it is, but it's a very strong smell. Um, and at night, and the, and it was a hot night, and there was that smell was in the air. And that now, whenever I smell that smell, I get that same like fear oh, that's feeling weird. as well. I've got it's totally kind of linked in my head. Wow. So I just think that affected us on uh, a deep level. That film. Wow. And the music's amazing. Oh, it's yeah. like the best, the best kind of example of. Um, of a, of like a musical score just doing the work for the film. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. that's mine. I've had like signs 
don't know if you've ever seen it. Oh, the horror, the aliens. I haven't seen it, but I know what it is. Well, is it a true story? <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's really cool. I don't, I don't know why. There's that scene where it's like the, the dad's putting the daughter to bed and then they're talking about, I think I'm talking about the dead mum, but it's fine. Right. Um, as, as they do. <laughs> and um, he looks out the window just casually and then he sees like silhouette of an alien standing wow. on the roof and it's really creepy. Mm-hmm. And then he wakes up, he's like, I'm assuming his son, eldest son, and they go like running around the house screaming because I think it's like a person so they're trying to scare them away. Yeah. But it's actually an alien. That's the one where they're sitting with tinfoil hats. Yeah. Oh, yeah. really? I've never yeah. seen it. I've got to watch it. Yeah. Oh, it's good. Is it 90s? I think it's 2002. 2002. Uh, okay, yeah. okay. Really? Yeah. I mean, to carry on with the Drew Barrymore, Adam Sandler thing, it's got to be the wedding singer. Oh. <laughs> and I know it's like proper cheesy, but um, I saw my dad do it on stage like twice when I was little and I was like, I just sat and I was like, oh my god. And I was like obsessed oh. with it since. Um, so every time I watch the film, I'm like, oh my god, that's my dad. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I mean, yeah, I've got the wedding singer and then weirdly Rocky Horror Picture Show oh, class, as well. Yeah. I've always been obsessed with. Yeah. But I feel like they're quite contrasting films. Yeah. <laughs> Throwback to the Holler event at Rose Hill. The whole, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Throwback to me sitting in the audience never seeing the film before and everyone's just hurling abuse during the opening scene at Janet <laughs> and I'm like why is everyone screaming at Janet like what is going on why is everyone out of the seat screaming right now that's I'm like my vivid memory from that night I mean loved it great holiday night yeah but the context thing was just there was no context and everyone was screaming at Janet and, and I was like what's going on poor Janet poor Janet I was like guys calm down but that's just the, the culture of the the thing isn't it yeah. No, yeah. I, ro- I rocked up to that dressed as Dr. Frankenfurter, and um, my dad's dressed up as him, like, to see the play, like, multiple times or whatever. Wow. So, I, like, I walked downstairs in this costume, but, like, he was like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> so, sorry. <laughs> so, we'll move on to the next section now. We're talking about Eskfest. I went there on the Friday, I think, 8th. It was good. It was great. Bit rainy, but what are you going to do? Mm. Had a great time. And Emma, I know you were performing there on the Saturday. Oh, yeah. What would you think of it? It was so good. Um, Eskfest is just like a piece of my heart is at Eskfest. It's just wonderful. <laughs> um, and the last time I was there was like pre-COVID. Right. Um, so it's just a little micro festival. I think it's like 800 people can go to it. Um, and it's right next to the Woolpack in, in Estill. No signal, no Wi-Fi. Um, but as a performer, like... It's a dream, like the backdrop's just like all the mountains. Yeah, you know, on the stage, it's like, what is going on? It's crazy. And everyone's just nice there. Yeah. There's no like bad vibes, you know? Everyone's just there to have a good time. Yeah. People walk around with bare feet, just chilling. I'm like, I mean, look after yourselves, guys. Like, there could be glass out here. Yeah. But um, they're just there chilling, vibing. Everyone's just really enjoying it. Um, um, and Tom and Evie that run the festival. Um, are just really nice people and they're just walking around like loving life um, and I'm always telling everybody to like go, go to it but also there's a part of me that's like don't tell anybody about it yeah because <laughs> it's like the best kept secret of um, yeah of you know yeah I Estelle. guess if there's only 800 tickets for sale they, they, they could get pretty exclusive yeah, yeah. yeah but I think where it is I, I wonder whether they could actually make it any bigger I think it maybe has to be that big I, yeah. I could be wrong in saying that but um, 
but it's pretty special. Yeah. But was that your first time? That going? was my first time. It was the first time at Eskdale, I think it was. Oh, really? Which I feel like I'm a bit of a fake Cumbrian for saying that because I feel <laughs> like a lot of people go there. But yeah. I mean, it was like, I did, I knew, I'd seen pictures of Eskdale. I knew there's a lot of mountains and that sort of stuff. Yeah. But then you go there and it's like, oh my God. Yeah. Why aren't more festivals in like the middle of the mountains? Yeah. It, it really is like, mm. you really do feel like in the moment. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Um, And the way they set it all up, the stages and everything, the bar, like the, the, on like no rubbish and stuff like they didn't put the posted like a video after it of like well done people that came to SFS because there was no rubbish anywhere wow. oh, yeah. everyone was so like mindful about binning all the stuff and that's what that's the kind of culture that you want to create isn't it yeah. for yeah. people that come so every year it's been, I think it's been running since 2016 that festival mm. um, you know and they always champion local bands and stuff like my band you know we, we've played there like three times now I think mm. and it's just it's great to be asked back um, yeah. And I know Grace Price and um, Repping West Cumbria played as well yeah. on the acoustic stage. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just a great festival. And anyone listening, if you've never been before, then let me get my tickets first, then you can get yeah. your tickets. <laughs> <what I'm> <laughs> yeah. Okay then. So here's the, here's the thing. Uh, festival. The festival question. I've been to a few. And, and like I'll rate them off this next question, okay? What were the bogs like? I didn't use them. <laughs> they were all right. Oh wow! Go you. Um, they were fine. They were right. fine. Yeah, there was. There were not. Um, I mean, a portal is a portal. You know what I mean? Like, there's only so much you can do to make it look wonderful. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they were always stocked. There was never any like gross things in there. Um, I didn't like have to walk in any and like walk out instantly. You know. Selling it to me. Yeah, it was very. Yeah. It was. It was good. It was. It was prime portal experience for me. <laughs> and I've been to festivals before where I'm like. This is a murder scene, and yeah. I need to leave, leave yeah. now. And also, yeah. you won't get them lost trying to find them. They're literally right there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That's the benefit of the, it being such a small festival. I'm going to Kendall Calling in a couple of weeks, and I'm already like, that's just, I'm just going to get lost in the sauce there. Yeah. yeah, all kinds of sauce, hopefully. Yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> um, so, oh, gosh, not the gross kind in a port please. Um, <laughs> port sauce. Oh, why did I say that? I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, but yeah, SFS is so small that yeah, you're right, the potlows are just like at the end of every bit of the, yeah. like the yeah. site. I the highlight of SFS, accessible toilets. <laughs> we'll I mean, that. I don't think I've ever been to a festival with like acceptable toilet situations. Really? Like, I haven't been to that many, but we went to the, the, the booth last year. Okay. And God, it was grim. Like, it's, like, especially towards the end of the night. Obviously, you don't expect them to like... Oh, yeah. pristine based on the amount of people in the stadium and stuff but like it's really bad if you like take a look at the toilets and you're like I would rather wee in a bush than <laughs> going here like yeah yeah, yeah. honestly in the pitch black yeah yeah, not, alone. yeah. not good vibe book glass yeah <laughs> and you just wonder like uh, anyway I'm not going to get into like yeah. I'm not going to like get into Portaloo talk yeah. but like some people it's like what would you do in your own house pal like is this what oh you're leaving your toilet like yeah. that's the thing. can we not yeah. do that please that's what is it. your house like you know because I mean? sometimes you open them Portaloo you you're looking it. and you're just like how how has that got there yeah what on earth was the last person doing in here yeah you know and you're like oh, it must have been cartwheels that's the only explanation oh for what's happened. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. Like, yeah disgusting. But yeah. big up festival season, though. Yeah. Portlough's aside. Big up festival season. The, like, the first, my first experience of uh, Portlough's or Portlough's sauce, as it's now going to be. Oh, my God. Oh, I went to Reading Festival, like, 
I think it was 1991 or something like that. It was a cool weekend, it was a cool festival, but the first time I had to go to the toilets and no one had mentioned it, it just wasn't a thing. And I just opened it. But somehow, right, the mound in the toilet Oh. was higher than the rim of the toilet. Oh, oh my god! And I was like, how, how? I'm like, how has it that happened? How can... Anyways. Wow. Oh, God. That's so just, grim. You know, I was... With the music, though. Yeah. With the food, though. The, the food, there was a lot of... Lot I'm of sure people should eat less food at the festivals, but anyway. <laughs> um, well, yeah, Eskfest food was great. Amazing. Great options. Mac yeah. and cheese van. Like, I, come on. I've, I regret not getting that. I know. Well, I after we played, the places I wanted to get food from were shut, and I was so, like, upset. Oh. But my sister was telling me that they had, like, a taco van. Like, oh, a yeah. tacos. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. Nice. Um, but, yeah, the food was great. The music was great. Um, and it made me feel so, like, warm and fuzzy inside, because I was yeah. like, wow, we're back. I've we're back to the festival cup. life. That's nice. The cups the are cups. great. <laughs> yeah. I bought a shirt as well. Oh, did you? Yeah. Good for you. It's great. Good for you. Yeah, it's nice that the festivals are back though without any kind of restrictions or limited numbers yeah. or anything like that. That's pretty cool. Have you guys got any other festivals lined up for summer? I haven't got anything planned, how about you? No, I'm not like I'm not a festival person. They right. stress me out. Like I love gigs mm. because I feel like you go there, see one person and then you go, yeah. that's fine. But like I just can't cope with the thought of like camping on a wet field yeah. for like two days uh. with like thousands of people. I don't know, like, I think it's it's a good opportunity if you're like, oh, I'm going to go see, like, ten of my favourite yeah, bands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, I want to go home. I can't yeah. go up with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, I think that's another problem about festivals because you've just said ten of your favourite bands, right? Yeah. And any that I've been to, I've had, like, ten at least of my favourite bands on or whatever. But there's always a clash. Oh, that's yeah. right. You've yeah. always got to pick one over the other, haven't you? That's a nightmare, like. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, have you been to any gigs recently? Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I went to see My Chemical Romance, which was in Milton Keynes, which is as pleasant as ever. <laughs> um, but that, I mean, that was amazing. We've okay. waited like two years to go and see them because it's been cancelled because of COVID and stuff. And that was like worth the wait 100%. Mm -hmm. It's just like, I don't know. It's just mental being in like the pit, I guess you'd call it. Oh, okay. Um, being close to the front because there's that many people obviously you're so excited to see someone you want to be at the front but there's like so many people shoving and it was like if you're at a concert and like the artist has to say hey guys please can we take a step back oh wow and, like, was like yeah it was like <laughs> like Gerard Way was like guys let's, can we let's all take a step back wow it was, yeah it, I mean it, like it was amazing but there was so many people there and I know that um like, a lot of people had issues with transport just because there was so many people in Milton Keynes, like, piling onto buses they weren't booked onto, wow. like, piling onto trains. Back, Like, there was a lot of difficulty getting back to London because there was train strikes on and stuff. Wow. Um, but, yes, it was good. <laughs> apart apart like from that, great. yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, hmm. um, the experience is great, but hmm. Milton Keynes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So moving on from Esquest and going on to more important things, Tom Cruise is coming to Cumbria. Woo! <laughs> They're going to be filming a section of the next Mission Impossible film, I believe. Wow. What do we think? Uh, wow. Well, shall I tell you about it when that skateboard's gone past? <laughs> do tell. Maybe that was uh, Tom Cruise. <gasps> that was Tom Cruise. <laughs> oh my gosh, he just appears. 
Is that the grey lady? Sounded like a skateboard, but it was a jetpack. So it says, there's a local news source that says, Superstar, Superstar Tom Cruise is said to be in Cumbria this week. He's said to be. He definitely is. Okay. He's said to be in Cumbria this week, filming scenes for the next instalment of Mission Impossible. Although he is yet to be spotted by fans, it's believed he was in the Butamia area yesterday, filming for the action movie franchise. That's like Bigfoot. This, this so, sounds, so he hasn't been seen. Yeah, come on. So this is, this is all spec- speculation. Right. It sounds like Bigfoot. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> Tom Cruise is... <laughs> he was spotted here. Was it is spotted. understood that Cruise moved to Kirk... Cruise spelt wrong. Uh-oh. That's... Anyways. Cruise moved <laughs> to Kirkbride Airfield near Carlisle last night to start building work connected to the film. Oh, that's Cruise, as in the building crew. Oh, that's right, it's spelled like okay. That. And in a Mission Impossible-style task, a large building has appeared overnight <gasps> on land there. There's Ooh. a photograph of, it, of a large building that's appeared overnight. At Tom Cruise headquarters, perhaps. Um, and filming is understood to be taking place today and tomorrow in the area... Ooh. A spokesman for Kirkbride Airfield declined to comment and said, while there is speculation that Tom Cruise is in Cumbria, it's a very big county. He said, that's <laughs> what he said, that guy. And, have you spotted Tom Cruise yet? We'd love to see your photos if you have. And We've that was from a news source in Cumbria. We've got him in the cupboard. Um, <laughs> <laughs> We've got him here. That's so funny that he's like, no one's actually seen him yet, but he's definitely here. Like, where is he? Well, is he? He's just start, evaporate and then appear. As appeared. I read that, I was starting to think, is he? Yeah, <laughs> is he a, is he a superhero? What I imagine is, like, because it's all very, like, speculative, I yeah, imagine yeah. it, like, him and his team, like, hiding in, like, alleyways and, like, Whitehaven, dodging, <laughs> dodging the main street. <laughs> Tom Cruise in Whitehaven. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's it, it's Method. His, like, entire life's method, method when he's played, when he's in Mission Impossible. <laughs> yeah, imagine he, like, sneaks around everywhere. Just no saw one's... him walking down the harbour, like, Tom Cruise <laughs> spotted in Club 135. <laughs> <laughs> Trialing the latest cocktails. That's yeah. so funny. Tom Cruise Disguised is the What would you do? Like, what would you... Like, right, okay, here's, here's the setting. Tom mm. Cruise, he's just sat somewhere. Do you approach him and what do you say? I, right, I would not recognise Tom Cruise. Oh, really? Like, I know that's... I know he's like a superstar or whatever, but, like, I feel like there's this whole genre of, like, white men in Hollywood <laughs> and true. I just, like, could there's not pick them. them out of a crowd. Fair, there's lots of them. If, like, give me, like, a, like ten, like, like, main, like, a big Hollywood celebrities. I could probably... Take a good guess. One of them's probably a Chris or a Brad. Yeah. yeah. Maybe a, I don't yeah. know, a Mike. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and plus as well in the films they're in, they're very, like, well-groomed and, like, looking all, like, wonderful. Yeah. Whereas I think in real life, when they're just living their best life and just doing what they want, you know, dossing about, will they look like the look on the telly? Yeah. I just don't know. Maybe you wouldn't recognise them. You'd be like, yeah. who is this, like... He's got a good jawline, but who is it? <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like, what... <laughs> got slick back hair but I can't you're you one of them you're one of them <laughs> well it's funny because I was once at the petrol station at Keswick and there was Chris Pratt was there well no there was a fella in there and I was like you're someone oh I know him oh. and I was like I thought I'd better let on but I couldn't remember where I knew him from right oh, okay so I was thinking I don't know I can't remember where but I so I was just like alright we went to kind of got into this jag fancy jag and then drove off, and I thought, oh, I knew it was. It was Richard Madeley. Oh, my God. You know oh Richard Madeley off Richard and Judy? Richard and Judy? <laughs> yeah. It was He's Richard like the Alan Partridge of but our generation, But I was like, I didn't for a minute think, oh, there's a celebrity. I just, you know, when you just recognise someone's yeah, face. A familiar, there's a familiar, yeah. you know yeah. them from somewhere, and you're like, oh, all right, man. 
and uh, I was Richard Maidley. <laughs> so I wonder oh if that same thing would happen. You would like go out. They seem vaguely, vaguely familiar. I better let on not. He's yeah. always um, he's always on the accidental partridge um, Twitter. <laughs> like he just says like Alan Partridge things all the time. Yeah, it's he funny. Does, uh, um, <laughs> yeah, meeting celebrities is weird, isn't it? Have yeah. any of you guys ever met a celebrity before? I haven't met one. Like not well, I haven't met one. But me and my mum went uh, walking around Liverpool once, and we passed the Hilton, and there was all this big crowds of people and a big bus. We were like, this has got to be someone we know. So we stayed around for like half an hour and no one came out. So we were like, we'll just leave and go back to the hotel. And ever since then, we've just been thinking, what if that was like Emma Watson walking out? Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. It was probably some sports scene that we didn't know. I know. Sometimes like, that is sporty people. And then we it? were like, we could have been standing there for like an hour. And we're like, who are these lot? Yeah, 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 no. exactly. And But, you know, I think about it. Like, what if what if that was like... Someone massive Beyonce. and you just walked off. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I forget how like... And even now, like the age of social media... Someone could be like, because there's gamers out there that I wouldn't have a clue who they are, but they'll have like millions of like kids yeah. that know who they are, mm. and they could just walk past me and I'd be like, I have no idea. Like, mm. fame's subjective to who you're yeah. talking to, isn't it? Yeah. Like, like, whereas in the past it was like, Marilyn Monroe was fame. You know, everyone yeah, know, yeah. everyone knew, like, everyone had like the same frame of reference for who was popular and who was yeah. famous. Yeah, whereas now it's like, can you define I who's could be famous? famous exactly. Yeah. <laughs> It's like there's so many different like people that are famous or well known or mm. it's like you, you could literally walk past somebody and you, they, they could be like a billionaire off yeah. being a social social media influencer yeah. and you wouldn't even know who they were. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I've met Princess Anne because oh, she right. like she came to like do some at Benny's while we were there and it was like the biggest deal ever to teachers and like she was just. She's just there. I mean, were you bothered? Mm. Like, I literally wasn't. I feel like that's really bad for Sir. <laughs> but, like, she, she was walking down, and everyone was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God, it's Princess Anne. And I was like, right. I, I do not care. Like, yeah. I'm really sorry, but... You're right, Anne. Yeah, I was like, I have a similar story to that, Elite. When my mum had her 50th in London, I mean, we all went and stayed down in London. It was fab. Um, and we walked out of this hotel, and mum was like, oh, my God, there's Fergie. <laughs> and I was like, right. Okay. And the phone goes ring a little, oh, you know. I was like, like ready to like break down, so I was like, "This is my moment to like shine." Like, where's she at? And it was the royal one, Sarah uh, Ferguson. And I was like, I couldn't care less. Like, why are you black eyed peas? Like, boom, boom, pow. Like, where's she at? If Fergie actually appeared, <laughs> I don't. That'll be like I, I like spun my neck like cracked. Like I like spun around like so fast, and it was yeah. just this old woman. And I was like, you? Oh. She's like, it's, my mum was like, it's Fergie. Like, my mum loves the royals. Like, she's all about that life. Yeah. And I was, me and my sister were just looking at each other like, where's why, why are you wasting my time? Yeah, where's Will I am? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I did not sign up for this. <laughs> 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 um, I think I, I saw Lenny Henry at Harrods in London as well. I just stood by the lift. I think he was just waiting for someone. And I was like, wow, how novel. <laughs> um, but I don't think I've ever met anyone else famous before. I don't think I have. Like, it's it's proper disappointing because I feel like whenever like whenever I'm in a city, I'm automatically on like search Fame mode. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god, I can meet I can meet someone around this corner. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be like the biggest oh my god, possible. the biggest celebrity in the world. Like, I never <laughs> yeah. will, but I'm just like oh, you're on edge, yeah. 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 Whereas now, in little old Cumbria, you could pass yeah. Tom Cruise in Sainsbury's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I could pass Tom Cruise yeah. and would not know yeah, who And Ellie's yeah. just like, doesn't even, not even, <laughs> doesn't even know who he is. Oh, Leonardo, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can walk on Tom Prune. Uh, Tom, Tom, Tom Prune, I know they said that. <laughs> Tom Prune. My gosh, oh, it'll God. be a prune sitting in there. Oh, but Mia. I've met Courtney Love. <gasps> Have you? Yeah. Yeah. Wow, when I what went was that to, like? Went to see, well, went to see Mudhoney 
in the Riverside at Newcastle, the old Riverside at Newcastle. And Hall were the support band at the time. Ah. It was great, great gig and that. But we were just like kipping outside in a in a van. There was a load of us. So we weren't like in any rush to go or anything at the end. And like we were literally staying outside in the venue in a van. So we were just messing about out there and there and Hall's van came round and they all come out and got in it and then they just started to crack with us. Hall. We were having a right laugh, actually. We went in their van for various after-gig reasons. And then, in she comes, in a strop. Oh, she's like, really? Yeah, as if there would be any other way. Coming in a strop and, like, sat there with this, like, bad mood going on. And then this whole mood in this van changed. Whoa. And then we were just like, yeah. Isn't that, like, the best experience of that person, though? Like, being like, I'm here when she's kicking off. Yeah. Completely, yeah. Completely, yeah. completely true to That's character. like popcorn yeah. I'd be, like, sat yeah. like, oh, my yeah. gosh, this is the best. Yeah. It's like, like everyone was having a laugh and that, and then all of a sudden it was The like, mood changed. The mood came. Oh, that's great, though. <laughs> like all, that's a all, great story. I know. It was a, it Did you kick off? Did you kick it out? Well, the thing is, no, she didn't, to be fair, but just, like, I wanted to go. Because I suppose <laughs> at the time, like... She wasn't really the Courtney love that we all okay, come right. to love and loathe or whatever. <laughs> um, you know, she was like she was going out with the uh, Mudhoney singer at the time. Wow. Mark Arm. It was just before she got with uh, Kirk Cobain, actually. Wow. And um, so she wasn't like, you know, yeah. household name by then. But yeah, she was she was an nearly swore there. She was, <laughs> was Courtney Love. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love Hole, but I've not never heard a good thing about Courtney Love. No, I feel really. like that's that's I, I can separate art from the artist in that respect. Yeah, yeah. I, just, yeah, I yeah. think you have to do sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I also met um, Ian Hislop. <laughs> was the last oh, celebrity I yeah. met, which was a big deal for me because my favourite TV show is Have I Got News for You. <laughs> Uh, and obviously he's one of the hosts and a couple of years back just before Covid we did something for Holler actually um, it was uh, an interview with him um, La Max did it and Chloe who was working at Holler at the time they interviewed him and then we followed him around this exhibition and filmed him and stuff and then it was his like show in the beacon at night and uh, we, you know hung around for that as well and he was he was exactly the same guy as he is on there. Uh, have I got news for you? It was fun. So that was because they do say, "Never meet your idols." Yeah, don't they do they? say but, that. Yeah. But I've met two of mine. That was one, and the other was Steve Ignorant when he came and oh, did, yeah. done his uh, show for us here in Working, and and he was he was great as well. So, uh, yeah, Courtney Love isn't my idol. So. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to the podcast, everyone. Um, you can follow Holler at, on Twitter, Facebook, I believe, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. Go check us out. We've got a lot of interesting stuff on there and coming up. Um, and see you guys next time. Bye. <laughs>